0: Chapter 5 of How to Camp Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah Jennings. How to Camp Out by John M. Gould. Chapter 5 Stoves and Cooking Utensils. If you have a permanent camp, or if moving, you have wagon room enough, you will find a stove to be most valuable property. If your party is large, it is almost a necessity. For a permanent camp, you can generally get something second-hand at a stove dealer's or the junk shop. For the march, you will need a stove of sheet iron. About the simplest, smallest, and cheapest thing is a round-cornered box made of sheet iron, eighteen to twenty-four inches long, and nine to twelve inches high. It needs no bottom. The ground will answer for that. The top, which is fixed, is a flat piece of sheet iron. With a hole near one end large enough for a pot or pan, and a hole collar, for the funnel near the other end. It is well also to have a small hole with a slide to open and close it with, in the end of the box near the bottom, so as to put in wood and regulate the draught. But you can dispense with this slide by raising the stove from the ground when you want to admit fuel or air. I have used a more elaborate article than this. It is an old sheet-iron stove that came home from the army and has since been taken down the coast and around the mountains with parties of ten to twenty. It was almost an indispensable article with such large companies. It is a round-cornered box twenty-one inches long by twenty wide and thirteen inches high, with a slide in the front end to admit air and fuel. The bottom is fixed to the body, the top removes, and is fitted loosely to the body after the style of a firkin cover, i.e. the flange. Which is deep and strong, goes outside the stove. There are two holes on the top, five and a half inches in diameter, and two seven and a half inches, besides the collar for the funnel, and these holes have covers neatly fitted. All of the cooking utensils and the funnel can be packed inside the stove, and if you fear it may upset on the march, you can tie the handles of the stove to those of the top piece. A stove like this will cost about ten dollars but it is a treasure for a large party or one where there are ladies, or those who object to having their eyes filled with smoke. The coffee-pot and teapot for this stove have sunk bottoms, and hence will boil quicker by presenting more surface to the fire. You should cover the bottom of the stove with four inches or more of earth before making a fire in it. To prevent the pots and kettles from smutting everything they touch, each has a separate bag in which it is packed and carried the funnel was in five joints each eighteen inches long and made upon the telescope principle which is objectionable on account of the smut and the jams the funnel is sure to receive in practice we have found three lengths sufficient but have had two elbows made and with these we can use the stove in an old house shed or tent and secure good draught if you have ladies in your party those to whom the rough side of camping out offers few attractions it is well to consider this stove question either of these here described must be handled and transported with care a more substantial article is the Dutch oven now almost unknown in many of the States it is simply a deep bailed frying pan with a heavy cast-iron cover that fits on and overhangs the top by putting the oven on the coals and making a fire on the cover You can bake in it very well. Thousands of these were used by the army during the war, and they are still very extensively used in the South. If their weight is no objection to your plans, I should advise you to have a Dutch oven. They are not expensive if you can find one to buy. If you cannot find one for sale, see if you cannot improvise one in some way by getting a heavy cover for a deep frying pan. It would be well to try such an improvisation at home before starting, and learn if it will bake or burn, before taking it with you another substitute for a stove is one much used nowadays by camping parties and is suited for permanent camps it is the top of an old cooking stove with a length or two of funnel if you build a good tight fireplace underneath it answers pretty well the objection to it is the difficulty of making and keeping the fireplace tight and it smokes badly when the wind is not favourable for draught i have seen a great many of these in use but never knew but one that did well in all weathers and this had a fireplace nicely built of brick and mortar and a tight iron door. Still another article that can be used in permanent camps, or if you have a wagon, is the old-fashioned Yankee baker, now almost unknown. You can easily find a tin man who has seen and can make one. There is not, however, very often an occasion for baking in camp, or at least most people prefer to fry, boil, or broil. Camp stoves are now a regular article of trade, many of them good, and many are worthless. I cannot undertake to state here the merits or demerits of any particular kind, but before putting money into any, I should try to get the advice of some practical man, and not buy anything with hinged joints or complicated mechanism. End of chapter five